Broadcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hey, Dave. Uh, how's, um, how's life on your end? Good. I have a cold. Oh, you know what? I just, I did too, which it's Sunday. Yeah. Um, we actually put recording off for a couple of days because we both got sick at the same time. Yeah. I was wondering if it was because of the, like we went to a, a hockey game on Monday. Yes. And I was wondering if we got like, if I caught something when I was down there. I don't think it's COVID. I hope not. I need, I probably get like a speed <laughs> test maybe, but I don't think it is. Well, I would say I, I had a cold and, and most of mine are 90% of the time it's a daycare cold that one of my kids brings home. Mm-hmm. Like that's, so I, I'm just, I'm just eternally inflicted, afflicted, afflicted with those things. Yeah. You do, you do uh, tend to catch those quite often. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I usually don't. So I apologize that, you know, you're going to have to suffer through me sounding a little, a little nasally. But you're better today. Yeah, I'm definitely better, better today. today than I was yesterday. It was, that's pretty rough. Did you get the one where, like, your muscles hurt? Mm, not a lot. Just really, it's just like, it just feels like sinusy. Okay. So yours is more of a head cold type yeah. thing. Yeah. I got, I got the one where my muscles hurt. So, like, the only thing I wanted to do was sit on the couch. I mean, not that that's any different at my age, but I'm just saying <laughs> I, I wanted to sit on the couch more than I was before. Yeah, that's always fun, though. That's what I did last night. I, I kicked back and watched a movie. I did, too. Yeah. What, what did you, you watch? You know, I was, I was going through, like, all the platforms, and I did watch Fire, the new Firestarter, which was, like, the, okay. the remake of the, like, 1986, you know, Drew Barrymore movie. Oh, that's right. I barely remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I watched that the other day, and it wasn't bad actually. It was it was a decent remake. Uh, had okay. uh, uh, Zach, oh, what's his name, Zach Efron, and it was pretty good. Okay. Uh, but last night, as I'm perusing through all the platforms, I couldn't find shit to watch. So, oh man. So I went to like the classics, you know, on Netflix. Yeah. And I ended up watching the sequel to The Fugitive, which is uh, U.S. Marshals. I, I, I actually forgot that they made a <laughs> sequel to The Fugitive. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, like, I remember it being better. And I was watching, and I'm like, I'm like this kind of sucks. Like, it's not nearly as really? good as, yeah, like, it's not nearly as good as the first one. No, I, that, I just, The Fugitive is, is kind of a movie that I'm, like, I don't even remember it had a sequel because it's the kind of movie where I'm like, why even make a sequel? Just make a movie called U.S. Marshals. Don't make it, don't, I wouldn't align it to the first movie in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, there's part of that movie, I think, they, I think they did it in both movies, where Tommy Lee Jones says out loud, uh, we got ourselves a fugitive. I'm like, <laughs> like roll credits. Like, <laughs> All right, that's just right, let's just end it here. <laughs> like, do you really have to, that's the name of the movie, man. Like, I know. We know what we're watching. Or, yeah. Well, U.S. Marshals is the name of the second one, right? Yeah, and they still they still said the line. Right, oh, of course, right. it was all right. In tiny letters, it says the Fugitive Two. Yeah, like why didn't they call it the Fugitive Two? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you, you know, speaking of watching an older movie, though, oddly yeah, yeah, what, enough, what did you watch? And we did not pre-bake this conversation with this. I also watched a quote-unquote older movie. Um, 
not that old. I watched Moneyball. Oh, you know, I don't think I've ever actually seen that. It's it's really good. Is I mean, that, it was is that with uh, well Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah, Brad Pitt and um, shoot, I forget his name. Um, younger actor. Uh, anyway, it's it's how he basically reinvented baseball by using statistics instead of instead of just pure scouting, right? Yes. You know, they were very similar, and we won't. I, this isn't a movie review, so I won't go into it. Uh, but they're in a they're in a sim- situation similar to the Pirates in that they have no money to spend, so they <laughs> right. basically they were the first team to really start using. Other teams were kind of using them, but they also didn't trust them. They were the first team to just kind of say, "We're just going to use pure statistics to to build our team." You know, mostly right that, that in real life that's what they did, and it ended up working. They had a very successful season, and it's a great movie to watch. Highly recommend it to anyone who's interested in watching. Um, not only a baseball movie, but almost kind of a statistical analysis movie. I, as weird as that sounds. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Ne- like I said, I've never seen it. I've, I've seen I knew the idea what the movie's about, but I never never sat down and watched it. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, you can look up that season to see how the A's did, right? So it's not like it's not like you don't know what's oh, wait a going minute. into it. Oh, so it was based on like an uh, like an actual like shit that happened. Oh, like a true yeah, story. it's it's based on a true story. It's okay. Two thousand. I, I apologize. I can't remember if it's the two thousand one or two thousand two um, athletics, but they basically lost all of their most of their star players, and they reinvented the team by using just statistics. Maybe maybe the Penguins should do that. Well, I mean, they well, who knows what's going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. As we're recording this, uh, in about six and a half hours, Game Seven is happening tonight. Yes, the Penguins will play Game Seven tonight. Very, I'm very nervous about that one. We don't know if Crosby's playing. We don't know if uh, Jari's playing. We don't know if Raquel's playing. It's basically a massive question mark at this point. It is, and it sucks because we were up three to one. And again, we don't yes. need to go into you know Joe and Dave's sports talk, but yeah, we pretty much had the series. We needed one win, and the damn Rangers yep. got two wins in a row to tie the series back up. Yep. Damn. Now the Penguins did go to seven games against um, against Capitals several years ago, mm. and I, I can't remember if it was their 16 championship or their 2017 championship. Um, that was a real nail biter as well, too. So, I mean, hey, we've been here before. I hope the Penguins do well. I hope Crosby's back on the ice um, because you know we had a great we had a great time at the game earlier. Yeah, it's um, fun. Earlier last week it was an amazing time. The place was electric. There's nothing. There's very few things just. Live events better to be at than a live hockey game. That and, place is bonkers, we, man. Yeah, it was it was absolutely nuts. Uh, it was so great to experience that, especially with uh, with the you and Carrie there too. We just had such a good time. Yeah, it's funny. I went back and watched the highlights uh, after we were there. Yeah, and because I actually like I I saw all the goals. You know, it's nice to see them. You know, in slow motion, see the play developed up close. But yeah, uh, what I was actually more interested in is hearing the the commentary about the crowd because I was so like I was so impressed with how just crazy that place was and they were yeah. talking about it They're like like this place is going absolutely nuts they're blowing the roof yeah. off this place it was yep. loud man it was so much fun yeah my right ear was hurting i mean if you for those listening if you're if you've never been to an ice hockey game and you're so so at ice hockey it's definitely if you get a chance to go it's definitely worth it because i've i've even had people say to me who don't who don't enjoy ice hockey like oh i got dragged to an ice hockey game and it was awesome yeah yeah it's a lot you know, of fun. especially that was my first playoff game Oh, nice, nice. You well, you well, we all managed to pick a good one because the Penguins won and they won by a lot. Yeah, yeah. Carrie was excited because they scored like seven goals 
And so she got, yeah, they got a lot of, a lot of yelling and, and cheering for those ones, but yes, uh, yes. All but right. here we go. Game seven. Yep. Game fucking seven. Here we go. All right. So one thing, Joe, I want to mention real fast and then yeah. what kind of bullet point we're going to talk about here. Uh, if you, if you're a big fan of this show, which we appreciate, please do us a humongous favor. If you want to kind of help see our show grow, which we do. Yes. Get on podcast app, whatever it is, iTunes, Spotify, leave us a review. Podbean. Yeah. Slide all the stars. Give us all five of them. And say something nice. I don't care what it is. Just say something pleasant. <laughs> like yeah. they, they, they both have amazing radio voices. Let's yeah. go with that one. Especially this last episode when Dave was uh, having a cold. Well, yeah, well, now you have your NPR voice on. Right. I wish I knew like an NPR thing, like, uh, like today all on, you the, do, on the stock market. Yes, yeah, so all you do is talk slow, yeah. low, and you have an absolute don't no emotion, zero. Mm -hmm. Yes, please leave us a review on our show. Tell us how you really feel. Yes, <laughs> yes we'll do an, do an NPR episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you could do that, that would be amazing. And, and uh, you know, don't think like, oh, my review is not going to help. We only have like 11, so it will help. Throw it on there. Yeah. Uh, all right, and so. Of course. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, as I said, of course, we do things on our side, too, to make it grow. So it's like, you know, with, with some help from the listeners and clearly the stuff that we do. I think, you know, we can definitely, we could definitely move the needle. Well, it's the algorithms too. Like those, like reviews are huge for like Apple algorithms to, to boost your show. It's always the algorithm. Damn you algorithm. Yes. Can you even spell algorithm? <laughs> Al, uh, Al go rhythm. That'd be a cool name. Al go rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, it's like, hi, Mr. Gorithm. Yes. What's your first name? <laughs> Al. Wait, wait, like wait you're telling me your name's Algorithm? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gorhythm. Mr. Gorhythm. <laughs> your first name's not Al, is it? Uh, uh, indeed it is. But I go by Albert. I, I know. I understand why. <laughs> Al Albert Gorhythm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, all right. So, uh, we are going to talk about, on this show, um, do you remember? Because I don't, I don't remember. Yes. I have an outline here. <laughs> I feel terrible. You ready? Yeah, like my head's spacey. Okay. Well, first we've got, well, we've completed our general introduction in chat. Mm. Uh, next, we have a discussion about Waymo. Oh, that's Waymo, right. Waymo. Yeah. Waymo out of Phoenix, Arizona, which we'll, we, we will explain what Waymo is in just a second. You're going to explain uh, what Waymo is because I don't know what it is. I, I pro Right. I probably will. Mm -hmm. um, then I have an update on the electric mower. Did it, was it amazing or did it, or did it suck? We'll find out. Yes, right. I am curious because I've been mowing an awful lot myself. So, I'm well, wondering. and tis the season, right? Oh, dude, it's, it's like, it's I mowed yesterday. And I think I have to mow again. All right, I mowed yesterday. It just yeah. grows so fast. Yeah, the springtime is the worst, so you need a reliable mower. So let's find out if the electric mower was able to replace my gas mower. Uh, next is I, I'm going to do a small house hunting update. Uh, just. And really, this is more focused on the fact that I think a house we were just looking at was in an HOA. So I'm basically going to complain about HOAs for like five to ten minutes. Yes, I am actually interested in hearing about this because like where we live, there's there's nowhere around here that has HOA. Right. You know, I only see it on like, uh, you know, like house hunting videos, movies, exactly. or not movies, but like shows. And they talk right. about the HOA. I don't even know what is involved in it. It's, so, uh, we'll, we'll get, which, to, we'll get, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then I think, I believe, we're, we will end cap the show with some weird news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I found some stories. 
I hear you have a bunch of stories today. I have four. I actually have five, but the one I'm just going to do not in the weird news segment because it's more of okay. just a, I mean, it's weird news. It's weird news. But uh, I, I don't want to pile five against your one, so I'm going to do four in, okay. in that particular okay. fair segment. enough. Fair enough. So before we get into everything, Joe, the, the, one, yeah. that I'm, the one that I'm pulling out of, of the segment is in, in Vancouver, there is a Waffle House that is called Members Only. Well, the Waffle House is, it, it, it is a Waffle House? Yeah, yeah, it's a right. Members Only Waffle House. Okay. Do you know what makes this place unique? It's the uh, it, <laughs> it's the shape of their waffles. Okay. Can you take? I'll give you two guesses. What you what do you think they're shaped like? Okay. Well, if it's not okay, if it's not a circle mm -hmm. or a square, mm -hmm. it, but it's a Waffle House, right? It's a Waffle House. Yeah. So a house shape? Nope. Okay. You got one more guess. Uh, give me a hint. Um, or is the hint just going to totally give it away? It, it may give it away, but I'll, I'll give you one hint. Okay. You're not going to want to put this in your mouth. Oh, no. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's a waffle house. Yes. It's a members only waffle house. Yeah. Quote I'm, quotations I'm, on, on member. <laughs> I'm so, con okay. I'm so confused. Like the only thing I can attempt to make, like, are they shaped like people? No, they're shaped like wieners. What actual like not even, not even like two D flat waffle wieners. I'm talking like three dimensional, actual wieners. Like like it's it's called it's called the Toronto Penis Waffle House. It is the most ridiculous thing, no pun, that I have. Uh, what in the world? What I'm not I I don't think I'd ever go there even uh, for the even for like the novelty. I'm like I just. I'd rather just have a regular waffle. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was bringing it up because one, it's just absurd. Uh, but they, they dip them in like, you know, different chocolates and in like white chocolate and okay. different flavors and, and put like, they look disgusting to be honest. And they put like sprinkles huh. on them. But for, for like this kind of thing is, is very niche. It's like, 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 you know, how they have like uh, like bachelorette parties and they, do, and they do a cake in the shape of like a, a wang. Okay. Uh, that that's fine because it's very specific to like a bachelorette party or something like that. These okay. would be like funny, you know, party favors. But what I thought was so bizarre is that there's literally an actual like brick and mortar shop that this is just all they sell is wiener waffles. Really? Yeah. Like, are you gonna wow. just are you gonna stop by and you're like, hey, I'm gonna grab a quick waffle, and then you're walking down the street and you got this wang in your hand. <laughs> Oh man! And just I, eating it. <laughs> how strange! Oh. That's definitely weird. Like this is like an early sample of weird news today. It is a little little teaser. <laughs> so yeah. So if you want to look up uh, at home, yeah, Google the Vancouver or Toronto uh, Waffle House penis Waffle House. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, it's crazy looking. Think crazy. Quick, make a make an appointment. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you're uh, over the border. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe maybe any of our Canadian listeners actually can you send us one? Like, can you box that shit up? Oh, that would be hilarious! And <laughs> for the show, Joe and I will both get a photograph of us taking a bite. If yeah, you if you send big, it to us, big thumbs up in the air, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! All right, let's let's uh, let's move past the Waffle House thing. 
All right. Well, why don't we just go the complete opposite direction? Yeah. We're going to go to something that's actually making the world a better place. So I got pulled into this. We're talking about Waymo. So you don't even know. I forget what we were talking before. Do you even know what Waymo is? You mentioned it to me and it has already slipped my mind. Okay. So Waymo is completely 100% autonomous self-driving vehicles that are being, I mean, they're being tested. When I say tested, I mean being used for real. Uh, it's not like so a, it's not, not like a certain people can only get in them or you have to be part of like a pilot program or whatever. If you live in the Phoenix, Arizona area right now, you can pull up and it's a, it's a subs, yeah, subsidiary of Google. Mm. You can pull up the Waymo app. You can stand on the curb anywhere you want. Basically, basically anywhere a vehicle can get to. You can bring up your Waymo app, kind of like Uber. You can order a Waymo and this is spelled W-A-Y-M-O. Okay. You can order a Waymo to come to your location pick you up, you get in it, you tell it where to go, like you give it, you know, the address of where you want to go, and Waymo drives you there and charges you like whatever, you know, like just like Uber, you usually have a, a card or something on right, your like account. Your app, it charges. Yeah. yeah, it charges you, Waymo stops, you get out, and you're there. It's But it's completely 100% autonomous. There is no There is no driver in the front. There's not even like, they don't even have like a backup driver. Like, you know, like they don't even have like a Google employee in the other seat that is like, I'm here to take over in case anything happens. No, it's completely autonomous. And it's just weird. I know. But isn't it? I would love to try it. Would you if you were in Phoenix, Arizona, would Uh, you take one? I don't know, man. That kind of stuff makes me nervous. Like, I mean, there's not obviously like a, a, a rampant, you know, pile of like Waymo deaths happening you know so no in fact i'm going to talk about that but go ahead with your point i don't know just the whole thing makes me nervous it's very like it's very futuristic and i'll tell you what be honest it's happening like it's happening very fast has there been uh has there been like some sort of ai advancements that have literally happened in the past like couple years well the last 10 years have just seen a general advancement like to your point you make a really good point there because the last 10 years maybe stretch it to 15, we've seen a very um, aggressive advancement in AI yeah. and ability for AI to, to, to deal with incoming data, analyze that data, and then, you know, create results from it. Uh, before, I mean, you can imagine, you know, with the technology of like the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and maybe even early 90s, that was a lot more difficult. But today, processing is so fast that AI can be scaled up to a point where it, you can make it drive a car. Yeah, it's just so crazy to me. But like, it's all dependent on either lasers or sensors, cameras. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's like redundancies as far as like backups. Oh yeah, but and, and, a, and a vehicle goes out of the fleet the second something isn't working. Yeah, or it well, just stops it doesn't work or whatever. Oh, like it'll just pull off and like error. Yeah, right. It just says error yeah. on the side of it. Error well, no, code four hundred and one or whatever. Yeah, and this, this, uh. Uh, that's another podcast that I listened to. They went to Arizona to try it, to, to, to just put it through its paces. They tried to step in front of it. They tried to trick it. They tried to throw a ball in front of it. These things are so cautious and so accident preventative that that they, I, I don't know. It's hard to, I get, he said by the time they were done with their adventure, mm-hmm. it was hard. It was hard. It'd be difficult to not feel safe in one. Okay. 
because they're so cautious, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I guess like it's uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think I would, I would probably try, you know, and it may, maybe it's amazing. I mean, it, certainly, it's going to, uh, you know, I, I think eventually it's going to just not be like you know futuristic Uber service. It's going to be, it's just going to be how the cars are driving now. Like you literally just yeah, jump yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. What what movie? I, there was a movie like that. What was it? Well, there was iRobot. Do you remember iRobot with Will Smith? Yeah, there, there was probably a bunch of movies actually, but yeah, he gets that was like one of the first movies though where like they get into the back of the vehicle and just sit there as the vehicle drives around. And then there's a scene where he takes over, yeah, because he needs to. But other than that, they just they don't drive anymore. Demolition Man, which yeah, Demolition Man. I think that had it in it too. Yeah, I believe, yeah, yeah. yeah and that was before iRobot, so. Yeah. Well, here's here's some statistics for anybody that was that's cons, like concerned, right? Because I was talking about this with with my wife, and mm -hmm. she said she said the same thing. She's like, I'm not sure I'd get in one, right? Uh, and when when they reviewed now, this study is from 2020. This program has actually been running for several years now. The first safety report was produced after 21 months of operation in the Phoenix area, right? So this was this isn't even up to date today. This is from the first version of the vehicles after running for 21 months in Arizona. Okay. And during that time period, they had 18 crashes and 20, 29 near misses during the 29 to 2020, like call it like test version run or whatever, right? And in nearly they didn't they didn't they didn't give an exact number, but the company said in nearly every single case. So something like whatever, probably 90% of them, 98% of them, whatever. The collisions were the fault of the other drivers. Oh, okay. And what? In fact, they, they mentioned this one, like somebody actually T-boned a Waymo that was completely like in the legal right away. It was making a turn. And here comes some person just plowing right through the intersection um, and slammed into one. It, the Waymo wasn't trying to run like a yellow light or anything like that because they don't. They default to like, you know, safety first. Uh, so in, in the data, which they collected, I think there was only a handful, if, if I guess, if any, that were completely the Waymo's fault. And of course, and none of the Waymo's were involved in high-speed collisions, death, injury, not even like a minor bruise or scrape or anything like that. Like everybody involved with these Waymo's walked away from them, even, even in the situations where the Waymo was a part of an accident you know, even if it was somebody else, like another driver on the road. And that's actually what Google is saying is the biggest problem with these, is that these things are, and this is something really interesting to think about, and I think everybody should kind of maybe, this This actually got to me thinking about the way I drive. Uh -huh. um, and that since the Waymos are so adherent to the law, right? They, the speed limits, sensors and stuff, they don't try to like jump yellow lights. They don't try to jump the red lights or, you know, when it's turning orange, right? Oh, you're they, colorblind. Um, it's yellow, Joe. I know. And <laughs> <laughs> nobody told well, you that before. <laughs> no. Well, turning orange meaning uh, like the red light is like, is basically already on. Oh, yeah. And you're still squeezing through the intersection, right? Yeah. Uh, but the, the point is, is that it really revealed at least according to their data, how aggressive other people are generally to generally drive compared to something that for them, I mean, for the most part or right or wrong, like I don't, you know, I know there's probably some arguments out there that say like, well, sometimes you need to be aggressive. Blah, blah. I get that. Right. 
But the point is, is that when you have something that's just literally just following the rules of the road, yeah, they kind they get run into because people are generally more aggressive drivers. Yeah, yeah. So when they're when there's, it's an entire fleet of of uh, autonomous cars, yep. it would just be smooth sailing. Of course, you're gonna have that one asshole who's like, "No way," and right, right. He just still drives around like his, uh, you know, his regular car. His 1967 Cadillac Eldorado. Yeah. Yeah, just, just <laughs> bullying people over. Do you think eventually the whole entire like society will become uh, just autonomous cars? You think that? You know, it's a, it's a good question, right? Because I think you and I are going to be alive long enough to see the transition. Mm-hmm. And what I what here's what I would, would expect, right? I don't know if we're going to see this, but I think what I would expect to see over the next hundred years is a transition to autonomous vehicles with op- with optional abilities to drive. In fact getting a driver's license will eventually become something that you don't need to do unless you live in an environment where you have to get a driver's license, right? Like maybe a deeply rural environment or you live um, in a place where it hasn't been rolled out yet or et cetera, et cetera. But I fully expect autonomy and vehicles to take over. And I personally love driving. I absolutely love driving. But you know what I, you know what I love about this idea of autonomous vehicles? What's that? They communicate with each other. They, they reduce... Do. They reduce traffic jams because they they route efficiently. So instead of like everybody trying to jam onto the same highway at the same time, they will attempt to go around or they will communicate with the other cars to spread to spread traffic out different areas. But also, if you go out with your friends and have a couple drinks, no one has to sit there and be like, you're DD tonight or you're DD tonight. In Phoenix, Arizona, you can go out with your friends, all three or four of you, and at the end of the night, you can call Waymo and get home safely and never deal with drunk driving. Well, you could also call an Uber, but true, true. What if the Uber guy was drinking? <laughs> well, and 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 like <clears throat> I like Uber, right? I like Uber and Lyft. I don't think there's anything wrong with them, but right again, you're putting, you know, that's a human. It's, it's a human layer. element, yeah. Right, it's another human element. These things are just in case there's any question here. If anyone's like listening, they're like, well, the statistics for the vehicle crashes on the Waymos are magnitudes less than. Than, than the normal road safety statistics. Like they, they rarely, they rarely, if anything, ever get into a real accident. They're, they're designed to avoid that at all costs. So absolutely fascinating to me. I would, I would ride in one in absolutely a second. I think I might have to convince, might have to convince, you know, my wife or maybe you to get in one, but I think we'd do okay. I, I think I'd get in it. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to try out for sure. I think it would be nice though. Like, you just sit in your car and you can multitask. You could like work on some emails, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. And, and just have your car take you somewhere. It's like yep. having your own personal driver. And that's what, when I was listening to this other podcast, um, it's, it's called revisionist history mm-hmm. uh, with Malcolm Gladwell. Just in case anyone wants to go check it out. That was his thing that they, they found that, that it's a completely new experience to be in a vehicle where you don't have even have to be attentive to the driver. Like you don't have to like carry on a conversation or anything like that. You could just sit in it and relax. 20 minutes later, you end up where you're going and you get out and you move on. So mm. I think it's fascinating. And, uh, and maybe, hopefully maybe, maybe someday we get to check it out. I hope so. Maybe we'll have to take a trip for the show and go down to Arizona. That's right. Yeah. If you With guys start, that- if you start reviewing our show more, maybe we'll get a real sponsor and we can actually afford to go down. <laughs> Maybe we'll be sponsored by Waymo. Ooh, there you go. Hey, hey, Waymo, you hear that? 
Send yeah. us a little bit of money, and we'll come down and do a, do a whole bit on your uh, on your cars, on your fleet. And every show, we'll have a five, 30-second, a 30-second advertisement for Waymo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, designed by us, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, hey, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Are you tired yeah, of it? Are you tired of driving to the store? Well, try try Waymo. It'll take you there itself. <laughs> really? It will, Joe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's a little, little taste for you there, Waymo. That's what you can expect. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, it's a brilliant strategy too because, I mean, why 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 would they turn that down? Really? I know. Like these guys have this really great song, uh, mm-hmm. and they do they do fantastic reads on their show. You should hear them. They they totally don't do the same shtick with every. Commercial. <laughs> right now it's never the same recipe every single time it's like making uh, chocolate chip cookies 15 different ways but doing it the same way yeah yeah you should hear their brosetta stone commercial <laughs> it's freaking hilarious yeah mostly fresh i was trying to think of the other Most. one we did like three or four i don't remember what the other ones were uh we did brosetta stone mostly fresh um go go cane oh yeah go cane <laughs> the super energy drink yeah <laughs> Maybe that was it. Maybe it was just three of them. I thought there was a fourth one, but I can't remember. We should put. We should take our fake commercials and just put them on their own, on their own um, recording. Yeah, Carrier said the same thing to me actually. Yeah, that's okay. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll do that then. One yeah. of these days. One of these days. I was thinking too, like we have to take like a like a summer break or something, um, you know, for like vacations and whatnot. Yeah, I think we do have a couple of those coming up. I think what we should do is we should we should put together like like two or three episodes like come out like like over the course of like you know a week or two yeah of just nothing but weird news just all of our weird news stuff of like the older ones right yeah yeah okay okay so if like you really just wanted to hear the weird news bit and you didn't you missed them all from all the other seasons Mm -hmm. you could just sit down and listen to the weird news for like three hours straight you pretty much yeah (laughs) yeah i mean why wouldn't we do that really we should anyways just because just yeah, it's, it sounds hilarious, or at least it sounds entertaining. Yeah, best of the weird news or something. All weird Which news. Is just, it's just all of them. All of them, yeah. <laughs> just call it best of, and it's just every single one. <laughs> um, actually, you know, oh, Joe, we're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna take a left turn here on the show. Um, yes. we're, we're gonna keep recording. I'm calling my wife because she just called me. Okay. What? Do, oh, she did. And what are we doing? Um, we we'll talk to her. They're okay. on their, they're on their way back from uh, New York. Who's who's we? Hello. Hey, you're uh, you're on the show. Just so you know. Oh, geez. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're still recording. Uh, I just I saw you call. Are you guys actually on your way back from from New York? We are. We're in New Jersey right now. Oh wow. Yeah, they're coming back from how's, the Big Apple, Joe. How's the traffic? That's what I want to know. The traffic is busier than we expected. I think people are okay. leaving the city for the weekend. Yeah. Are you out of it yet? Are you are you moving okay, or are you still stuck? You know, in in the infamous no, New Jersey New York traffic. We're on an eight lane highway right now, so we're doing pretty good. The, the traffic's moving pretty well. Eight that's, lane that's, highway. Okay, that's that's a lot of lanes. Yeah, that's a lot of lanes. Okay. Well, it's only okay. It's only four in each direction. Let me clarify. Okay. okay. No, still, it's still, it's still a lot of that's still a lot of um highway, right? Yeah. We were, when we were in Florida one time, I think there was a 12 lane. There was like six lanes on each side. It was crazy. And everyone is doing, I, the thing about those multi-lane highways I've noticed is everyone's doing like 85, right? People are just oh, yeah. ripping through there. Yeah. So did that the, was, uh, um, oh, go ahead. That was actually the belt, that was actually the beltway around Washington, D.C. 
Okay. Oh, okay. that's right. Um, and people do absolutely drive like a bat out of hell. And you just have to keep up and hope that you don't get run over. Yeah, yeah. So I, I often thought about that too because you have to, you basically have to drive with traffic. So you're watching for cops. You're hoping no one hits you. It's like, ugh. It's, I'm sure if, you, if yeah, you're not you used to it, I'm sure it'd be. Cool. Right, right. Um, yeah, so Joe, if you didn't know, they went up for, uh, they took the girls up for a concert and they went to go see uh, Rex Orange County. Okay. And uh, they said the show was awesome. Are they all in the car? That's Are great. you on speakerphone? I am. We're here. Yeah. So how, uh, the girl. I'm assuming the girls are in the back seat. They're not all piled in the front, right? <laughs> yeah, they're they're all sitting <laughs> up front in the front seat together. <laughs> See, in Waymo, you can't do that. Waymo, you'd have to sit in the back. That's true. Yeah. So was the concert awesome, girls? It was fun. Oh, oh, what? Madison said it was Boston, which I have learned this weekend means yes, that's good. That's a good thing. Wait, but we've been, we've been saying awesome for years. What's no Boston? Like B U S S I N. Boston. 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 These silly, silly teenagers and their silly sayings. Boston. But boys, I wanted to tell you we were actually just discussing the um, podcast. Oh, really? These okay. Would love to come on. These ladies would love to come on and give a tutorial about how to properly text. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay, we could do that. We could do that. Yeah, because we're, yeah. we're pretty I mean, bad at it. I, I would. I look forward to sitting down with them and actually learning because I, I, I haven't been updated on my texting um, etiquette in. Since you know nineteen, no two thousand and two. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> when we first learned. Yeah, I, I still type some words out. Yeah, I mean, I type all of them. You have a whole keyboard. Why not? Well, you know, yeah. we're from the classic era of texting. Joe still when, does the shorthand stuff. <laughs> yeah, when sending, no, when sending, a, sending a simple sentence took like fifteen minutes because you had to like triple tap a single key. Yeah, he still uses the number yeah. two. He uses the number two for the word two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going uh, to the store. Right. What are you doing today? <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'll let you guys go so you can uh, pay attention to the road. And okay. uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get back onto the show. Give me a call when you're done recording. Okay. All right. Have fun. Be safe. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye. All right. There you go. There was our <laughs> little left turn there for you. Right. Uh, this It's live podcast. Yeah. Live. Uh, yeah, I just, well, I knew they were heading back soon. So I was like, I better just call yeah. her and I don't want to pause the show. So they're, yeah, they're, they're on good. the show. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. All right. So Joe, we need to, uh, we need to head down, uh, the road, uh, no pun of, uh, of the HOA, your house hunting thing. I'm really yes. curious about this. Yeah. So we, anyone who's how, how, ugh, looking for a home right now, mm -hmm. um, just, we, the inventory is just in a, in bad shape right now. There's just not enough homes, too many people looking for houses. And of course, when you do find a home, because so many people are trying to get into them right now because of the inventory problem, the price the price goes up through the roof. So my wife and I did actually tour a home here uh, a couple days ago that we loved, mm -hmm. absolutely loved, absolutely loved. It was it was everything that we needed in a house within reason, right? I mean, there's positives and negatives, but when you're looking for a house, you're looking for mostly positives, and that's what we found in it. And of course, one of the, you know, this is what always happened because as soon as we find something perfect, one of the downsides at least for me look i know this debate could go on forever and i know some people defend him or whatever but one of the downsides for me is that 
um, it is in, in an HOA. And if you don't know what an HOA is, and I'm sure, um, I'm sure most people do, but if you don't, it's a homeowners association. Yeah. And it means your house is basically in a development where you have to adhere to certain rules and regulations. So for example, this house that we, we did put a bid in on, I don't think we're going to get it, but we did put a bid in on oh, you did? Okay. is part of an it's part of it. Yeah, we did actually put the bid in. So uh-huh. this this HOA wasn't enough to scare me away. Um, but for starters, you have to pay, I think it's $300 a year just to live in the community, right? There's a community so, fee. There's a community fee, right? Just to exist, right? right? You like, already, you can, you know, I'm- Never mind uh, your, your taxes and your mortgage. Yeah. You have to literally pay a fee to live in the community. I mean, 300 bucks isn't that bad, I guess, but the fact that it even it is a fee, period, is weird. Drives me nuts. Drives me absolutely crazy because I don't that, live in an HOA right now, right? But that's not your monthly HOA cost. No, no, okay. no, no, no. That's just, that's just a yearly fee. That is, that is the cost of the HOA. Oh, that is so, the cost of the entire HOA. Yeah, it's $300 a year. Oh, that's not so, horrible. But. No, you don't have, and right, there isn't a monthly fee packed on top of it. But again, the, the, what makes it such a ridiculous thing like, is, is that, like you were saying, like you're already paying taxes, you're paying your mortgage, right? You're already adhering to the rules of the community. And then on top of that, they have to, you have to pay the money every year or else the, the it, homeowners association, if you, just, if you just don't pay it, they can actually put a lien on your house. Oh, for like the money you owe on it. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, what's the benefit? It's kind of nuts like that. What's the benefit benefit is, of paying know, right? it? What do you get out the of be- it? The benefit of an HOA is there's certain things that they maintain that you don't have to. Such as? So, so this community at least claims to. They better mow your grass. don't know how well they do it, right? They don't mow my own grass, unfortunately. Okay. Plus, as we'll talk about soon, I, I, I think I want to do that. They but, shovel your side. Uh, they, 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 they maintain they maintain like drainage and curb things like that but they also they also maintain the the uh, mailboxes oddly enough oh really right? okay yeah they they will they maintain the mailboxes so in case one gets crushed by a plow or okay well, i'll tell you what or, dude if that happens one time yeah uh, mailboxes are not cheap and like but if you had somebody if you told someone say hey i need my mailbox replaced and they had to come in and do it and get you a new box. It'd probably be like $600. I don't know what a mailbox costs. They're expensive, dude. They're, they're very pricey. The thing that, here's the thing though. So like you, you take a look at the benefits that you get, but also living in the, this is, this is the next part I'll get into is where I think most people get the most irritated about living in HOAs. There's a whole slew of things we can't do with our house. Oh, we, that's right. We you, can't, you can't, there are certain paint schemes yeah, and stuff. Right. Yeah, there's certain paint schemes. Now, I don't know how aggressive this one is. I don't think this one's that aggressive, but some some HOAs have aggressive paint schemes where it's like you get you get like three different shades of gray, right? This one isn't that bad, but there's definitely some stuff in there. Like this one restricts free stranding free standing structures. So if I want to put a lawnmower in a prefabric like suppose I go to Lowe's and buy a prefabricated um uh, structure for the backyard, like a, like a shed. Oh, you can't just park can't, it on a couple blocks. Nope. Can't do it. Wow. It does. So you can't have a free st- You can't have what they call a free, a prefabricated structure in your backyard. What about like a trampoline? I, I think, and I'd have to double check, but anything that is like an amusement 
thing for the kids or whatever. My swing I set. You have to, the swing set. I believe you have to get permission from the HOA to erect it. No kidding. Yeah. Well, and then. I suppose you just get used to that whole, the whole thing, I guess, but it's still kind of weird. Fencing, other freestanding structures. Like if you try to build something. Like mm -hmm. I, I told, so I, so I told my, I told my wife, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not serious by this, but I'm going to troll the HOA every year and submit, uh, uh, submit my application to erect a 70 foot tower in the back of my house. <laughs> there you go. Just, just for fun. See what they say. Yeah. Just for funsies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, um, they'll be like, yeah, sure. That's fine. The next year I'll change it's the height requirements to 120. I'll just keep making it bigger and bigger every year. Yeah, until they uh, they never let you do it. But anyway, that'd be really right, right, right. It would just Mr. be funny to have the conversations with them. Like, yeah, what, what right. is this I mean, for? Uh, <laughs> we we see that you've applied for a three hundred and ninety foot tower uh, in your backyard. We see last year we denied your claim for a one hundred and twenty foot tower. What makes you think we were going to approve the three hundred and ninety foot tower? It just keeps getting bigger every time they right, deny you. Right. <laughs> right. Like you see this year. I, I said I'd paint it this year. I said I'd paint it. So. Oh, okay. Like, well, since you said that, you should you should also ask for like really bizarre shit. Like, uh, like I'd like to put in a duck blind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, and then come back the next year. But like, I'd like to put in a a, a deer tree stand. Yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna hunt from there. <laughs> when they when they ask why, I'm like hunting, hunting deer. They're like, I'm sorry. What sir. else would I need it for? <laughs> Like, you know, you can't a, in this neighborhood. Blind. They just see me peering out of it, like, in the middle of the day. Yeah, right? a shotgun poking <laughs> out the front, scaring all the neighbors. Uh, Joe, we see that you actually erected the duck blind that we told you last year you couldn't put up. Yeah, so, uh, I'm uh, like, <laughs> so, so the HOA didn't deter you from putting in a bid. Didn't. Um, it didn't. It wasn't enough because this HOA was what I'll call reasonable. Yeah, that's There right. are HOAs... I no, thought no, you were no. going to say like $300 a month. No, no, I would not. I'll tell you right now, I'm not made of money and I would not have elected to live in that community. If no. it was $300 a month. No, yeah. That's, I mean, 300 bucks a year, you know, sucks. You have to pay it, but that's not, like I said, that's not terrible. Right. You know, I guess the, the price of living in a nice neighborhood, I'm sure the neighborhood's really nice. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful place to live. It's, but it just costs to live there. Yeah. It just costs money to live there. And uh, yeah. uh, you take the good with the bad. You do. See, without getting into to numbers, um, when you put a bid on the house, did you, because of the aggressive nature of the market, did yeah. you guys come right in at like list or did you try and offer like a little bit more? So right now, what I think most people are doing is at most people, so I can, I can, I can, I can talk about it this way. Nearly any offer that comes into any seller right now is coming in at list or above. That's what I figured, yeah. So, and also what people are doing is they're trying to sweeten the deal. Now, I refuse, and I don't mind sharing this, I refuse to get into a bidding war. Like, I'm not going to get into a bidding war with people and go like five, you know, keep going up and up and up, right? Right, where you're paying like 10% more for the house than it's worth. Yeah, exactly. I'm just not going to do that. So I'm, I'm trying to keep my bids reasonable. But what reasonable means is almost anybody putting a bid in is coming. Nobody's going under list, right? If you go under list, they're going to toss your application out. Oh, right out the door, yeah. But And we tried to sweeten the deal a little bit with some adders. Like, so, yeah, what do you mean? Like, I'm thinking, like, how do you sweeten the deal other than money? Like, do you, like, if you, if we, if you buy, if you let us buy the house, right. 
Like we're going to come to your new house and I will paint two of your rooms for you. I, I told, I told my <laughs> wife that we should bake some of the chocolate chip cookies of my mom's recipe that she, that she, that she, uh, that she handed down to us and we should drop them off. But we didn't, we didn't put that in there. Now, how you sweeten the deal yeah. uh, is generally you look at the stuff that the sellers would not, that sellers have to deal with and you take it out of the contract. So for example, on most, at least in Pennsylvania, in most, in most proposals and housing contracts, you can ask for a home inspection, a oh, bug inspection, right. a paint inspection. You can, right, you can vault. So the only one that we took, we waived all the other inspections. And the only one that we took was the actual house inspection. And then on top of that, we said uh, we would pay up to a certain dollar amount in case the inspector finds anything. So if he goes in there and he's like, this fan in the bathroom needs replaced, we actually said that we would pitch in to replace the fan ahead of time of us moving out up to a certain up to a certain number. Yeah. Now, if he goes in there and he's like, the if he goes in there and he's like, there's water damage here and it's going to cost thousands of dollars to repair. Absolutely not. No, we're not covering that. And that would actually get us out of the contract. Yeah. But if it's something minor, touch-ups, paint, a basic appliance needs replaced, like a, like a ceiling fan or something like that, yeah. uh, like yeah, a blower a fan for a bathroom, right. We said we would help pay for that. So we try to sweeten the deal a little bit. Truth is, I don't, you know, I don't think we're going to get it because people are walking up to the table with cash offers, you know, and things like that. So, um, it's a, it's a, it's a really, really crazy time to be buying a house right now, but we're trying, we're trying. I don't understand how as a seller, a cash offer is more enticing. It's not like they actually walk up with a suitcase or a duffel bag full of cash. They, <laughs> because like the, when you're all done, like all the, all the costs of, of the loan and everything that, right. that's all on you guys. Uh, it is. And they the, still get paid out regardless. Exactly. They, they still get a check. They throw it in their bank and bazoom, they got, they got money. Here's here. I actually, it's funny you say that because I asked my realtor the same thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, why if the sellers are getting paid out from either my bank or a cash offer from, from somebody who has a cash offer, what's the difference to them? Yeah. Here's the difference. When you're a seller and someone comes to you with a cash offer, there is a, it's basically a 100% guarantee nothing is going to happen in the process. Oh, so when it goes like escrow and then they're like, they have to wait yep. and wait and wait to see like if your bank and everything, go, like it goes, right. everything goes through. Right, my bank's going to cover it, yep. Because the only thing that, if anyone who's listening to the show has bought a house before, generally you get a pre-approval. Mm. And that pre-approval is generally reliable. But there's always the risk that when you go to actually get the real loan, someone's going to look at it. One of the underwriters is going to look at it and go, I don't know about this. Yeah. It's like, we're only going to loan 70% of the value of this house. Right. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I got to come up with like, like 40 or 50 grand. Yeah. Right. Like, so you, that's, that's something the sellers don't have to deal with when they get a contract that says cash offer. Okay. That makes or, sense. Or, or, or something crazy, like 90% down. You know, I like the duffel bag full of cash idea, though. I do, too. In fact, <laughs> if drop. I was a seller, I would walk put in that their as house. a requirement. Yeah, I do just drop it on their kitchen floor, like, boom. <laughs> Tell them to get out. Yeah, <laughs> out now. Like, whoa. Like, all right. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that's the latest update. Okay. You know, we have no idea how long this is going to go on for, um, but we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, I'll be interested to hear on the next show. Uh, not that we never talk in between shows, but 
when we bring it to the next show, <laughs> what uh, what happened? Like, if you guys, you know, got an offer, counter offer, or something, I'm curious, man. I'm, I'm pulling well, for it. I hope you get it. Yeah, I mean, I do too. It's something that we've been looking at, you know, for several weeks now. But um, I, I have a feeling that this process is going to go on for a while, but we'll find out. Yeah. All right. Well, Joe, you know what we need to do? What do we need to do? Oh, wrong one. From all across the world, there are stories to be told. The strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. Boom. That's it is time. It is that time again. It is that time, dude. I love the weird news. And how many are you doing again today? Well, we have like ten minutes left, so or, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to like make two of these pretty quick. Oh, or worst case scenario, we could always keep some in our pocket for next time. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll see. All right, uh, you just yeah. What you start off, we'll see how far we get. All right. So I, I'm gonna kind of combine these first two because they're they're both wedding related, of course. Okay. <laughs> I don't search these out. Like I just found them. Maybe, like I said before. I do a lot of wedding stuff, so it must just show up in my news feed, like from the algorithm. I think or something. so. I think there's something related there. Yeah. So the one story is uh, uh, called the burning, the burning bride. Oh, it's not as bad as it sounds. Okay, I, it sounded terrible at first. Yeah, I saw this. I'm like, what? Uh, it says bride and groom set on fire during bizarre wedding stunt. Oh, okay. They, uh, <laughs> they were both. You have, you have to look it up. If I remember, I'll I'll put it on the uh, on the Facebook page. But they're both stunt doubles. They work. They've worked on like popular TV shows and movies, like Yellowstone, Hereditary, some other stuff. But they literally lit themselves on fire and ran like up to the reception, and then like kind of like went down in like a superhero pose, and then they they took uh, fire extinguishers and put them out. Oh and, no! And they but, did it. But... They did it to the to the song from. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay. So this is supposed to be like this epic stunt. Yes. And it was, it was really funny. It's actually really cool to see. I I would, I mean, I would absolutely photograph the shit out of this, but like as a wedding photographer, if they're like, hey, we got this thing we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to set ourselves on fire. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no. Enduring like, right, which, which exact portion of the ceremony was this? Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't play because of that song. Uh, I don't want to get in trouble, but yeah, just Google it or like I said, I'll I'll put it on the Facebook page. But what what portion of the of the event did they do this at? I don't know if it was like right after like this. The, it was like an outdoor ceremony. I don't know if it was like, okay. like when that was over. And that's how they like, like right after they were married. Maybe I just it didn't really stay when they did it, and I couldn't really see from the video like what part of the day it was. Okay. Uh, or if they just said, hey, everybody, come outside. We're going to do something crazy. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you think, like, was it like a, was it a surprise? Well, I I think so. I think I mean, some people like, would have panicked, you know, if you didn't know it was coming. So they were, they, and did the thing go off successfully or was, yeah. it, oh, yeah. was it a weird story because of just what they did? Just it what they did. Like, it didn't mess up and, like, continue to burn. No, it's yeah, just they, because of what they did is what makes it the story, right? Yeah, they're both dead. No, I'm just kidding. No, they, oh my gosh! <laughs> no, they they're fine. Yeah, like I said, they're stunt doubles, and uh, yeah, it was just it's, okay. Was I think that's pretty. Honestly, I think that's pretty cool, though. 
Like yeah. if they're both, but since they're both stunt doubles, yeah, that's that it is cool. Like that, yeah, they they work in the industry together. They must have met and worked on shows and, but, and, and clearly love. they just had a bunch of uh, of other stunt doubles at the at the wedding. Yeah, do you just, th- probably everybody's just doing dumb stunts all the time. <laughs> right, <laughs> so throws like, themselves off a balcony like onto a fucking picnic table. <laughs> everyone's trying to outdo everybody yeah. else during the wedding. <laughs> People are like slamming through windows using like a zip line. You know. Yeah. Do you th- do you think that's how like their their marriage or their whole relationship is going to be? Like uh, he walks in the kitchen just purposely like slips on a banana peel and like crashes on the floor just, <laughs> just to freak her out. Through, yeah. And then she throws herself through a mobile pane of glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or gets like those, oh, like yeah? those like fake, uh, like champagne bottles and he like smashes her across the head with it in front of his friends. <laughs> oh God. Their, their friends come over. They're constantly annoyed because they keep trying to like light shit on fire. Yeah, she like yeah, and she like she bends over to pick something up, and he picks up a fake uh, one of those like fake movie chairs and smashes it like over her back. <laughs> and they're both laughing; they think it's hilarious, and their friends are just rolling their eyes. Yeah, it's like oh my god, guys, I get it. Like, <laughs> we get it. You're stunt doubles. We've known this for like f- for 15 years now. Oh god, that'd be funny. Oh. <laughs> it like hits her with like like she's driving down the like the driveway. And uh, pegs him with the car, and he like rolls up, up and over it, and back <laughs> off the back. <laughs> he just dusts himself off and keeps walking. Yeah, the neighbors are watching, like, oh my god, like they're doing it again. <laughs> they don't stop. They don't stop. Yeah, I, uh, I think, I think that's that. Ha- that has to be how their entire life is. I'm convinced. It has to be. Uh, so my other wedding related one, because so I'll clump these ones together. Uh, this one uh, was this bride and groom was up at their at their cake. And one of their guests who was drunk, he, okay. he walked up to them and he, he just grabbed a handful of cake off of their cake and like threw it at the groom and then tried to like throw it at the bride and dump it over her head. And he thought he was being funny because you seemed kind of like laughing about it. Okay. Uh, and then bro- uh, groom proceeds to punch him in the face. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Just. Just cold, just cold clocks him, right? Yep. Yeah, he did not think it was very funny. I mean, I guess why you wouldn't normally, right? No, no, that's uh, that's a little uncalled for, for for a wedding. Yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. If you're getting married, like your drunk buddy comes up and throws cake at your bride, yeah, you're probably going to get punched. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. that's, especially did they, did they even cut into the cake yet? They would just started to. And he just okay. ran right up like a like a maniac. Oh man, that's like one of those things where you know maybe right after you had a couple of drinks, you think it's going to be funny and cool and like something that to do that would be hilarious and everyone will love it. But then in retrospect, you're like, why did I do that? Yeah, they're like, oh, they said they weren't going to do the cake smash. Like they're just going to be real, real nice about it. And he's like, fuck that, man. Like I'm going to go up there and I'm going to throw I'll a cake in their it. face. And they're like, no, yeah. dude, seriously, don't do that. They're going to be hilarious. They'll love it. <laughs> Yes. Like he's going to punch you. eh, The punching is commencing. Yeah. The punch has completed. All right. So what did you find? We got, we got a few minutes left, Joe. We might be able to get through these. This This is, I love these kinds of stories. They're just, you know, with all like the doom and gloom and, and, and we like weird stuff. That's actually like kind of bad. I love this one. All right. Here we go. Passenger with no flying experience lands plane after pilot becomes incapacitated. That just made our weird news a little bit easier, Joe, because that was my other one. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. 
night. Yeah. So, yes, dude, I had the same story, and what an amazing story. Yeah, you go ahead. You tell this one. Okay. Well, again, it's our favorite state, Florida. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Of course, because... 90% 90% of the weird news ends up coming out of Florida for some reason. Yeah. Whatever's going on in well, Florida. Well, to Florida's defense, this one isn't crazy this time. It is no. just, it's heroic. Yes. And this is not, to be clear, this is not the first time this has happened in, in, in real life anyway. This has happened other times. But anyway, this passenger has no flying experience, just gets on the radio, um, and he starts telling air traffic control. I guess he just got lucky. You know, he picked up the radio and just started pressing the button. And I'm assuming the radio is 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 locked to air traffic control most of the time so mm-hmm. he's like pilot's gone incoherent i guess he was i guess he was unconscious it's not super clear what was going on but they said the pilot had gone incoherent and that but he had no idea how to fly a plane he was like very clear with traffic control he's like i don't know what i'm doing so i guess he removed from the way that the, I'm, I'm reading the story here you know they they moved the unconscious pilot like out of the, out of the pilot seat, or I don't know. Maybe he got on the passenger side. It's not super clear. They threw him out the. They the, threw him out the door. They threw him out the door. <laughs> he's like, well, <laughs> guess he's gone. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I need to get in your seat. Uh, uh, but th- lucky for him, and I think this. W- I, I think they would have landed anyway. But lucky for him, the air traffic controller that day, or at least who was on duty at that time, was also a flight instructor. Yeah, and and basically just walked him through step by step how to guide the plane down to a safe landing. And apparently it was, it was like just textbook. Yeah. Like I saw the no, video. He did really well. Yeah. He's like, I'm on the ground now. Now what do I do? Like, how do I turn this thing off? I guess he said, yeah. <laughs> like where's the off button? <laughs> yeah. Like, cause that would be the, if I did that, I'd be the first thing I'd be like off, 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 right? <laughs> I don't even think there is an off button. I think there's a, uh, I think you just have to kill the fuel line. Like yeah, a, you kill the fuel power down, whatever, right? Yeah, like I know enough from, Right, I know enough from playing. I know this is going to sound weird, but I know enough from playing like Microsoft Flight Simulator uh-huh. that it, it's not it's not really an on-off. There's a bunch of like keys and, or not keys, but switches and processes that you have to go to to officially turn a plane on and off. Mm-hmm. But it's just amazing story. Yeah, it was a little. It was like a little Cessna. It was like a what, yeah. like a four seater plane. Uh yes, it was a Cessna two hundred eight. I don't know if that means anything to anyone, but it's the classic, uh, the just a, a one of the, like the classic small airport planes, right? Yeah, single single prop. I believe it's single prop. Uh, with a nice, uh, nice wide wingspan, easy to fly. Yeah, I didn't know if we mentioned that before that it was like it was not like a fucking passenger jet. No, that's a very important <laughs> distinction to make that it was not a jet, uh, though that has happened, actually. Yeah. Uh, Can they land ago. themselves now? Like, is that something? That's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that most planes today, once they set are set in landing mode, generally land themselves. But if you ever watch pilots, like, if they're fighting wind, mm-hmm. they've got to take over. Oh, okay. Right? They've got to take over. They've got to, they've got to guide it in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's an amazing story. Super cool that this guy was able to be like, to take over, just listen. That's that thing. You have to listen real well and just bring it down to the ground. The, the correct, in the correct way. Yeah. I, I think I could, I feel like I could maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Cause they, they would start talking about stuff. And I'm like, uh, like, well, which, yeah, that's which a good button? question. You think you could do it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I could do it. But, you know, would I be able to? I don't know. I feel like here, and this is going to sound, this is going to sound nerdy, 
But I feel like you and I have a leg up when it comes to attempting to do something like this. Oh, with all of our video game experience? I mean, it's, there is just, there is just a natural, um, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a natural, uh, tendency or a natural order of things when it comes to being able to do to understand the movement of an airplane to understand what things are going to happen when you like push on the stick when you pull on the stick yeah right like when you take it left and right you and i have played enough video games over the years that i think multitasking and generally adhering to a set of rules and 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 uh, instructions is going to be a little bit easier say than somebody who's just never experienced uh, the what's where uh how an airplane is uh generally constructed you know when it comes to you know what what the stick's gonna do throttle that kind of stuff yeah i have a good i have a good at it i have a good knack for machinery so i feel like yeah i'd probably be okay at it i think i might no that's a great point yeah with uh, i think with proper instruction from that guy i think i can do it maybe i need to find out this person had no flying experience whatsoever. None. I think I think we'd be just fine. In fact, I might even ask air traffic control if I can take it up for a couple. If I could take it up for a couple laps. Yeah, and just be like, can I try and land this thing? Like, just explain it when I'm up there. <laughs> yeah. So, but don't talk to me on the way down. I want to do it myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a toddler in an aircraft. I want to do it. Yeah. You just pull up a YouTube video. Uh-uh. I. Would absolutely not be surprised if that's out there. In fact, I'm 100% sure that it is. I'm sure somebody oh, has filmed how, how to land a Cessna as a YouTube video. It's got to be there. If he couldn't get a hold of air traffic control and he was just totally on his own, uh, I've been like, like, get on YouTube. Like, look it up. Actually, that's a great point. As long as he had cell coverage up there, how to, how to land Cessna. Yeah, he probably <laughs> would have been able to figure it out. Although, you know, he didn't know where he was. He... Like they had to line him up everywhere properly, and like I right, start coming down the coast. We need to find you. Like just oh, they, that's a good point. They had yeah. him coming down the coast until they could figure out where he was at. Yes, yes, because he's just you know right because he's just spinning off into wherever the last place the plane was pointing. Yeah, they he did they did say that before they got a hold or before he got a hold of him, uh, the pilot had like hunched over and and pushed the yeah. the yoke over the uh the the I don't know the throat the, the fucking thing you hold on to. And yeah, 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 the yoke. And they were doing a total nosedive. Oh, that's okay. That's, that would be, that's super terrifying. Yeah. So he had to, dude had to grab the, grab the yoke and, and pull back to get leveled back out again. Then once they got everything situated, that's when they got a hold of, uh, of air traffic control. Well, you know what though, the, it, to this person's credit. And I think to, if you and I were ever in this situation, I would immediately recognize that. Wouldn't you? Yes. Like if somebody passed out right, their head was literally pushing on the yoke. I think you and I would both look at the yoke and be like, we pull. need to pull up on it. Yeah. We know that enough to know that we keep the plane level until until somebody until we can address, you know, air traffic control. Yeah. Or like I said, YouTube it because you only got so much gas, don't take your time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have all day. No, no. Uh so yeah, dude, yeah, good for him though. I'm glad that everybody uh, yeah, survived so, and no one got what hurt. A great story. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, we're we're close. I'm gonna I'm gonna pound out this last one real quick. Okay. Shoot. Uh, title of this one is uh, a couple in their fifties, only fifties. Okay. They live permanently in retirement on a cruise ship because it's cheaper than a mortgage. 
How, how about that? It's cheaper than a mortgage. Yep. It says okay. uh, the what mortgage are they comparing it to? Well, excuse me, I didn't hit my cough button. Uh, so the the yearly cost for the couple, for both of them to live on a cruise ship is $30,000 a year. Okay, 30000 a year. All right. Yeah, which ends up being, what is that, like $2,500 a month or something like that? That's, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So they're they're paying the cruise company 30000 a year. Yeah, and they get to... 2500 yep. They get to cruise around uh, on the boats, go into like different locations, and uh, the, when you buy these, uh, when you buy these uh, uh, like cruise packages... Generally, the food is and stuff is like all inclusive. So you it's all included, right? Yeah, right. You get your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I think even some drinks, maybe. Uh, but they said their their yearly cost of living was about fifty two thousand on land. Oh, okay. I I could see that. I could see that because everything. I mean, cars, yeah, groceries, house, yeah. Uh, and they said that uh, they live on on a boat for thirty grand a year for the two of them. I want so so the 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 cruise company has to clearly know that they're doing it now. So clearly they don't care. Well, that's what I was right? wondering. Like, is this going to be like the new retirement thing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How, how are they going to put a stop to this? Are they going to have to put some sort of a a stipulation on how long you can literally stay on a boat for? Well, I mean, they have to know by this point that they are right, and maybe they just make an exception out of it. Yeah, but it, it, to at what point though is it going to be a problem right. if more right. people, Other people like it's just gonna be a whole goddamn boat? Uh, like, it's gonna <laughs> be like it's gonna be a retirement home boat, like which maybe they should have that. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to accidentally book a cruise on that one. Be like, why is everybody like in their fucking seventies and eighties here? I went to the I went to the dance club. It, I I think that I think that couple over there is. 82 <laughs> yeah it's like which one did you cruise or which one did you book it's like i don't know it's called like the uh geriatrics or something it was called the golden <laughs> carnival <laughs> i don't know why it was weird because everyone was like 60 or over it's weird like yeah. oh no right the silver fox cruise the silver fox <laughs> <laughs> like oh no you booked the wrong one <laughs> like why? What? What's up with it? It's all retirees. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, like funerals on the boat. Oh the no! Yeah, they have, and they have like, uh, they have quiet hour after eight p.m. Oh, quiet hour probably starts at six. It probably does. <laughs> Everybody's going to. They have quiet quiet hour from like like eleven to noon for nap time. When when is it not quiet hour? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and everything well, everything's just old timey music <laughs> on a record like it sounds yeah. <laughs> like it's coming from one of those it does. one of those um like phonograph speakers oh, right God. you can hear the needle scratch and <laughs> yeah everybody's ordering tom collins and oh uh, my gosh <laughs> it smells I like love it, it smells love like it. mothballs and oh, uh and, and ben gay <laughs> This constant, the constant smell of Ben Gay. Yeah, like woo, well, this place stinks. <laughs> you don't. Oh my God. People don't even go topside, right? Oh God, no. One no. wants to sit in the sun all day. No, you don't want to be downwind, like from. Uh, oh. you, you don't want to be the ass in the boat, just getting like just that overwhelming like the, Ben Gay. Like a terrible idea. Yeah, are you talking terrible. about the geriatric uh, retirement boat or or living on a boat? Yeah. Period. 
Yeah, specifically the retirement boat. Okay. But maybe for the couple that's been able to make this work by just living on a boat, I guess good for them. Good for them, I guess. I you know they're you said they're still in their fifties too, right? Yeah, so they're, yeah, they're relatively young, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, we're joking about you know just the actual like retirement retirement age. You know, people are like in their like later sixties, seventies. Yeah. Uh, but no, like I'm not sure what they do. They can retire. They're fit, maybe they're military or something. Who knows? But uh, yeah, they retire pretty young. Maybe they're like but late fifties. Right, right, right. Yeah, when you're yes. If you're if you do like twenty years in the military, you can retire very early because you do twenty and you get out. Um, yeah, twenty twenty two something like that. Yeah, most guys like what, almost like thirty eight, thirty nine, forty somewhere in there. Yeah, yes. Uh, in fact, there's a member of my family who put in the full term in the military and is now, quote unquote, retired. Just does things on the side, but they're they did that. So, what does this? Did this couple say how they make it work though? Like, are they completely happy with the way that it's well, set they, up? And they've works? only been at I think for like. I think it said like four months or something like that. So it hasn't been happening for like years by any means yet. But uh, so far they said they love it. And I think it would get old real quick. That's what I, that's what I would be worried about. Like you, yes, maybe it won't get old for four or five, six months, but what after the, what about after the second year and you're doing the same thing again and again, the same food and the same, I guess it's never the same people. No, nah, I mean, you do get like a, you know, a total change of, uh, of people, but like, w- would you start to become like an attraction on the boat as well to where like, Oh my God, like, is this, is this yeah, the boat with yeah, Mark and, you know, Mark and Sue? Like, yeah. And like everyone wants to talk to you like, Oh dude, how's boat life going, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're going to become like their own, like, you know, sort of like celebrities They will become right. They will become the boat. They will become the boat's center central attraction. And you could probably charge extra to see them. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, all right, dude. We we have gone like well over this one. We need to wrap this shit up. And uh, thank all you right. guys for tuning in. And we'll see you all on the next one. I'll see you next time. Yeah.